Hey, this is Eddie. And this is Miguel. And you're listening to the God Life Culture Podcast. Yes, welcome back to a new episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. We want to thank you so much for listening and for tuning in from wherever you're listening to us from. If you're on your way to work, on your way to school, or if you're home and it's, you know, night, if it's morning, whatever time of the day it is, we just want to (laughs) thank you for tuning in and uh listening to our podcast yeah you know thank you once again for joining in a new episode um you know we appreciate all of you that listen to us whether you're on your way to work from work to the bodega to whatever it is um you know we are very appreciative of it and we're just excited to continue to share uh these different topics and just give our opinions and hope that they are beneficial to uh you guys or at least start this spark of conversation uh so that you guys may have uh the conversations amongst your friends and your inner circles and your churches um uh that we think are very important you know something that uh we do want to bring up you were sharing with me earlier today about a song uh that you heard on youtube yeah definitely well i actually heard it on um i was watching the elevation church live stream Mm. right on sunday morning um they their service is like right you know before we have our service and um it was a new song so i saw carrie job up there her husband cody carnes and um you know the elevation worship uh worship team and she was talking about how this that past week they had met with um all the you know the elevation worship team and stephen furtick and all the people that like write songs together mm. so that was the thursday of that week and they all got together and were writing songs and she said that about like four hours in um like the holy spirit kind of like came in and you know they were like you know being blessed and ministered to and this song was born the product right that right in that moment and they sang it like a few days later which Mm. to me i find insane right the fact that um i think that's evidence and proof Mm. that some you know when something is of god it comes so easily Mm -hmm. like that you know uh maybe the process of getting to it took time like they said it was hours of them being together and writing Mm -hmm. and talking um and then in one moment it like all happened but they ended up performing the song on sunday at their church and let me tell you it was amazing it the song is called the blessing um it's all scripture Mm -hmm. from the bible and um definitely just a song that you need to have on your playlist like this month or year (laughs) you know um it just talks about you know declaring blessing over your life Mm -hmm. but also like those who come after you your children and their children and kind of generations to come so it's kind of with that whole thing in mind right like declaring this blessing over your life and mm. over those that are around you you yeah. know and that kind of come from you um so they just released a video on youtube uh, not too long ago with the performance you can definitely check it out at elevation worship's youtube channel it's called the blessing carrie job is in it um it was just awesome but i think it it just shows uh the power of collaboration mm-hmm. too where you know they have a set worship team they mm-hmm. have you know an established worship team at their church um but I love that they choose to have these writing sessions with mm-hmm. other worship leaders and yes. other people. And I love to see them even go and perform these songs and give it such passion and energy and, you know, excellence, even though it's not theirs. You yeah. know, Carrie Job is there singing like, you know, t- it was funny because in the ser- in the message, Stephen Furtick goes up after and there was like pieces of her hair, like strands of her hair, like all over. So he was kind of, you know, talking about that, but you know, you could just see they went in, Mm -hmm. you know? 
So I just find that amazing when you can collaborate with people, when the church comes together to do things yes. like that, especially for a church service and worship, you know, gathering and all of that. There's something just so powerful that happens, you know, as a result of that. Yeah. And I, you know, I think it's definitely important for that collaboration to happen um, amongst worshipers, amongst uh, brothers and sisters in the church. Uh, but I do, you know, something that I stumbled upon earlier this week, and I actually send it uh, to our pastor, uh, was that Kim Walker is doing a worship session, an online course uh, where she is, you know, opening up for people to sign up and they have these classes and they're going to, you know, talk about songwriting and about worship and about all these different things uh, that are important uh, to be an effective worship leader. Um, and I think that things like that are important for you to explore where, you know, maybe you don't have... Um, that team in your church at the moment, you know, okay, so go to these things, you know, whether it is an online course or whether it is to a physical workshop or conference, go learn the skills, build those relationships, bring it back to your church yes. and build up new worshipers, new but worship leaders uh, to be able to do that as well. There really is no excuse for people not bettering themselves. Yeah. Now this is like whether you crochet, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many tutorials and videos yes. and things that you can do, but especially when it comes to ministry, yeah, there is really no excuse for you mm -hmm. not to know what you're doing, yeah, you know. And um, just this week, I was watching with my wife a worship uh, discussion, you know, at another church that they were doing uh, a YouTube video. They put it up from a conference they had, and it was all about worship and songwriting mm -hmm. too. But it was so funny because they were just dropping knowledge bombs right mm -hmm. on people when it comes to worship and songwriting and and leading in ministry in your church. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like these things are so good. And it's yes. so like totally free. An yeah. hour long session free mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. YouTube yep. where, you know, if you're a worshiper or a songwriter, you sit there, you take notes. And like you said, you bring it back to your people, yes. you know, and I think sometimes we wait like for big conferences and we wait for big things and, you know, big speakers to come and like bring their knowledge where we can sit down and there are resources out there where we can yes. literally educate ourselves, you know, and I feel like I don't always understand why people don't do that when it comes to mm -hmm. their ministry because they do it when it comes to businesses mm -hmm. or they'll do it when it comes to parenting mm -hmm. sometimes or when it comes to you know uh Everyday how do i stuff. do that yeah yeah like you know how do i hack my phone you'll sit there and watch <laughs> yeah, a video you, yeah, on how to do it or how learn. do i get the spotify app for free like yeah. you know all these different things where you'll literally sit there and watch a video tutorial and yes. get it done yeah. how do i install this in my car but when it comes to you know how do i grow my ministry mm -hmm. or how do i reach those that seem to be on the fence about you know something or you know joining yeah. a ministry you're not sure you know there's so many resources yes. out there and it's i mean we talk about this all the time yes. on the podcast off the podcast you know, there really is no excuse. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we live in the age of technology. We live in the age of social media. And we've spoken a lot about negative things about social media. But we've also mentioned the infinite amount of resources that you can find on social media, whether it be on Instagram, on YouTube or on Facebook. You know, I remember seeing um, uh, this worship session uh, that Rick Pino did that was online as well um, on Instagram. I found it and that I thought was 
was awesome. He's actually having uh, an, um, a worship event on in April, April 25th. It's somewhere in the tri-state area, either New Jersey or New York. Um, I was thinking about it, but I was like, oh, no, we have an event in our church. I can't go to it. Uh, but, you know, the resources are out there, you know, and I think it's also important, like you said, um, where there are free resources as well. You know, there are workshops and there are events where you do have to pay money uh, to go to. Um, and if you don't have the uh, the the ability economically to do it, you know, that's understandable. If your church isn't able to sponsor you, that's understandable as well. So go for the free online stuff. And I know that even these churches that do these things and put these videos out there, they encourage you mm-hmm. to bring it to your church. Yes. Like you could show the, you know, the video that's free. Mm-hmm. You could show it to your worship team. Yeah. All of you guys can meet at somebody's house yes. or meet at a church, right? And watch it. Yeah. And pretend like you're actually there yes you know what i'm saying they even did like a live q a where mm-hmm. people ask certain questions and they answered it mm-hmm. you know um it was actually two songwriters one of them is the girl that wrote uh that song that was very popular way back he wants it all today yes oh well yeah her yeah. i forgot her name I didn't mind to that one yes and the other one is the uh leader of mosaic that worship yes. band that sings yes. tremble um her so they kind of all just you know they collaborated and they sat down and just talked about worship and songwriting and what that looks like you know so i guess yes was the name of the band so i guess the point is there are so many resources out there so whether you are a songwriter whether you are a musician whether you lead a worship team you lead a choir whether it is you're a preacher a teacher in youth ministry kids ministry there's so many resources available out there yes um you just have to really you know go out there and find and sometimes it's not even that hard to do so you know because you know where i think we're living in a time right now the church and christians are living in a time where there are um god has raised up certain churches Mm -hmm. you know that have influence Mm -hmm. you know i i I have a blog that i follow and they call these churches celebrity churches Mm -hmm. not sure how i feel about that name i know what they're trying to say there are churches and pastors that have almost turned into celebrities in a way where people really admire them Mm -hmm. um they're influential they're you know both in the church influential also mm-hmm. outside of the church i mm-hmm. mean they're in meetings with people like kanye west or like a justin bieber mm-hmm. or selena gomez will go to their church and you know all these things but we're living in a time where of course you know we have to be careful with what we listen to and you know who we're listening to and you know what's being spoken about but there are still you know so many churches that um are established that have you know a good reputation you could say where we can learn from yes you know and we can um you know uh take the good and if there's something that you don't agree with or you know is just not aligned with what you believe Mm -hmm. and how you things you know think things should go you reject that but you know there's so much available to us right now Mm -hmm. that i feel like you know we definitely can't put it to waste no we can and i I don't think we should um you know i've said it before i'll say it again a lot of us uh, on social media follow random celebrities um just because we want to be in the know you should also be following other churches other worshipers other whatever whatever your ministry is you know you follow them just because sometimes uh they do have insightful things for you to learn from you know whether it is a conference or a conversation or post or something that they put you know there are things that we can grab from um and take it and run with it and develop it into our own ideas so i think that's very important as well yeah and talking about social media and kind of like 
the powered influence it can have, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, even in just simple conversation with your friends or people in your circle, I had mm-hmm. put on um, Instagram a verse from, it was on the He Reads Truth page on Instagram. It's a verse in Philippians 4, and um, it says, I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I find myself. Yes. And, um, you know, I read that verse. That verse always resonates with me. It's always a verse that speaks to me. And um, you had, you know, commented and said, mm. you know, this is a perfect topic to talk about on the yes. podcast because it's something that people love to use when they try to defend certain things or mm-hmm. back up certain decisions they're making or certain lifestyles they're living. Um, but definitely, what were your thoughts when, you know, you saw that? Mm, I think that the issue uh, that I see a lot of people struggle with is the idea of contentment. Um, and, you know, being in a process in their life or going through a situation or not being where they thought uh, that they should be or want to be um, and not being able to find contentment in it uh, because they think of it as a they, 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 they think it's the it's the, the the same thing as settling. So I cannot be happy or I can't find contentment in my current situation because if I did, then that means I was settling. Uh, and I think that that's an erroneous way of thinking. You know, you can find content contentment in whatever you're going through. And I think it is important to find contentment, um, yeah. not because you're settling, not because you're giving up, not because you're throwing in the towel, but because they it is important to find happiness in whatever situation you're going through is important to find joy is important to find positive things um because you know you don't want to go through life being absolutely miserable because you haven't reached the point of your life that you think you're supposed to reach which maybe not even is maybe something that isn't you know unfortunately may be unattainable you know and on the flip side the issue that i see with that as well and i know it's a lot to unpack Right. Um, is that if you do go your whole life without being able to find contentment uh, because you're waiting on a certain thing to happen. So, for example, you know, you're, you're not finding contentment because you're waiting to, you know, find a relationship, to find yeah. a boo, a husband, a wife or whatever. Or you don't find contentment because, you know, you're waiting to have kids or you're waiting for a certain career, you know, uh, achievement to happen. Uh, but you go all these years without being content and then you get to whatever you thought it was that was going to bring you this happiness and you realize it doesn't mm. and then that's you know where everything the comes crash, you know comes crashing down for you and you're like man i thought it was gonna be this thing that was gonna give me this happiness and it didn't yeah and i think sometimes as christians unfortunately this is our mindset where you know this is where god has me or mm-hmm. this is what god has given me or this is you know and i I hear that often where it's like, you know, I, it is what it is, mm-hmm. right? And we kind of have that, uh, the attitude, uh, you know, where we think we're being content. Yes. Right? Where in, in reality, we're settling, mm-hmm. you know? Whether it is opportunities that come our way. Um, you know, some people have amazing voices, have amazing an amazing gift to lead worship and sing and move a crowd, mm-hmm. right, in the spirit. And they're totally fine just singing in the shower mm-hmm. and that's like or, you or know they're, tur- they're uh, totally fine with just showing up doing their thing and sitting back right, down right and doing that yeah over and over again and nothing else and they that could be a feeling of contentment mm-hmm. right but are you actually 
you know, instead of being content, are you actually settling mm -hmm. and in the process being disobedient mm -hmm. to something that God wants you to do, mm -hmm. right? And I think we have to balance that where we can definitely be content with something, but that doesn't always mean it's right. Mm -hmm. You know, we can be completely okay with mm -hmm. the way something is going in our life or how we're feeling. You know, we could be completely okay with today I'm fine, tomorrow I'm emotionally unstable, the next day <laughs> I'm good, but then after that I'm out for three days and then I'm good. And we could be fine. Like it just, again, it becomes a part of who we are, mm. right? But is that okay? You know, yeah. and I think yeah. this issue of, you know, being content and settling is something that many people have a hard time distinguishing. Yes. You know, am I by not taking that opportunity or not going for that? Am I settling, mm -hmm. you know, um, and there could be moments where, you know what, that door that was open, that opportunity wasn't meant for you at the mm -hmm. time, you know, and it's not you settling. It's you being content where God has you yes. at the moment. Yes. Right. And also being obedient to him. So it's almost like I have to be obedient to God and in his will in order to really be content, mm -hmm. you know, with where I'm at and what I'm doing. Yeah. And I think that what comes with that is trusting you know, I think I equate it to the same thing as being able to enjoy the ride. You have to enjoy the ride. You have to enjoy the process. You know that the ride is not done. You know that the process isn't finished, but you're able to find happiness through it. And I think that that's what's really important. So it's like trusting in the Lord and that, God, I know you're not finished with me. I know that this is not where I'm going to be forever. I know that this situation is only temporary, you know, and being like, okay, but I'm going to get through it. So it's okay. So I can find joy. I can find peace. I can find happiness. Um, and I think that that is where people struggle because I think it's easier for you to wallow in your sorrow yeah. and to be negative and to be down and, you know, to be like, no, I'm not going to settle for this. Um, and yes, you shouldn't settle, but, you know, be mindful of where you're at. Be mindful of what's happening around you. Be mindful of all those things so that you can, you know, take from it what you need to take from it and then grow and move on to the next thing. Yeah, and I think personally something God has been challenging me with is finding that joy, mm -hmm. you know, and joy is different than, you know, happiness or joy mm -hmm. is different than, you know, being um, happy for a moment. Joy mm -hmm. is something that's lasting, mm -hmm. right? And finding joy kind of in all circumstances, finding joy, whether, you know, things look real rough right now, or I'm not really understanding what's happening, or I'm having expectations um, in something that I'm doing and they're not being met or it's yes. not what I thought it was going to be in God. I thought you did this or I thought you, right. And it's like, man, you have to find joy. Mm -hmm. There's joy that can be given to us. There's joy that we can find. And, you know, aside from just the blessings that we have of just waking up mm -hmm. this, the, aside from the fact of the blessings we have just to, you know, whether we have a ministry and we want to reach so many people, man, you reach 20 people today. Like that's great. And that's amazing amazing, you know, and finding the joy in those little things. When I think of this verse, right, when we look at the context, Paul was 
pretty much talking about all the things and issues that he was going through. Mm. And he was telling people, I've had a lot of food to eat and I've had nothing. Mm. I've had great things happen and horrible things happen. But through all of this, I have learned to be content. Yes. Right. And I think Paul was pretty much saying, you know, through all of these things that have happened that I'm sure a lot of the things he went through, we will never mm. encounter. Yeah, like we have true. never been shipwrecked. You know, we have never, you know, gone through, you know, being in and out of jail and stripped and beaten mm -hmm. publicly and all of these things but he's saying that even in all of that i've learned and i love that he says i've learned because it's something that he probably wasn't always like that yeah and was forced to learn to be content mm -hmm. and you know not just say well it is what it is i'm being beaten up i'm giving up i'm just mm -hmm. gonna die right here yeah. like i'm not doing this anymore mm -hmm. he learned that you know what this is bad this is horrible what i'm experiencing is you know so bad and it hurts me and it's painful but I'm getting back up, mm -hmm. you know, and he continued to write letters to all of these churches, whether he was in prison or out of prison, he continued to definitely be led by God. And, you know, it's something that we have to like, look at his life and see this example and see like, man, we're not going to go through half the things he went through, mm -hmm. you know, and he was still able to muster up the courage to say, I've learned to be content no matter the circumstance, mm -hmm. regardless of what's happening, I can be content. But it's like you said, it's not settling and giving up mm -hmm. because our situation is so strong. It's recognizing it's real bad right now. Yes. It stinks. It's unfair. I don't understand what's happening, but mm -hmm. I'm finding happiness through it. Yeah. You know, I'm finding peace in the middle of it. I'm trying to find the positive and take mm -hmm. that and let that grow and yeah. let that kind of defeat the darkness that I'm mm -hmm. facing. No, absolutely. And I think that, you know, also on the flip side, uh, for those that have just settled, like, man, it is, it is, it is hard. It is, it is disappointing and it's also disheartening when you encounter people that have settled. Yeah. Where Can we like kind of describe what that looks like? So if we were to think of someone who settles. So what does that look like? I think there's so many. There's so many different. If we look at, look let's at say it. someone in um, like a student. Yes. In settling where it's like, you know, I'm graduating high school. Mm -hmm. I'm entering college. I come from a family that, uh, you know, struggles financially. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, going, I'm in a family where no one has graduated from college mm -hmm. before or even gone to college. I'm, you know, uh, first kind of generation that's like doing the whole schooling thing and finishing yep. and graduating. And I'm just going to go and get a job. Yes. Like I'm not even going to try to look for scholarships or grants, mm -hmm. even though I can do it, mm -hmm. you know, and my grades are like, they're not horrible. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just going to just continue to work in the family business and just kind of take it from there. Mm -hmm. To me, that's like one example of just an everyday, you know, example of settling, Yes. you know, not kind of reaching uh, for something that you probably can do. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know? That could, that yeah, that could be through work. That could be, you know, you were trying to get a house and, you know, you kept getting beat out. Other people put, you know, other offers that were better or you couldn't find the right one. So you're like, you know, what? I'll bump it. You know, I'm just going to settle. I'm going to move into an apartment or, yeah. you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do yeah. that when, you know, sometimes it takes the extra effort. Um, and I think one of the other things that is important is to break out of 
the unhealthy norm of your environment. You know, there's some things that are in your normal everyday life um, that seems to be okay, but are not. So if you're surrounded by people that don't have aspirations, that don't want to strive, that are okay with just being, you know, going on the day to day and doing minimal effort, you have to break away from that. Yeah. And it takes a deliberate choice to do that. You have to set in your mind, you know, I'm not going to settle, you know, and I think as Christians and believers, sometimes, um, we settling, you know, when it comes to like ministry or when it comes to a life of a believer, I think sometimes it can look at, it can come across as laziness. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it can come across as giving up, prideful, come across as pride. Right. And I think sometimes, you know, we choose to settle because we obviously we don't see what has been promised Mm -hmm. or we don't feel like God is actively doing something in our life or listening to or you don't want to put you in know, our work. prayers we don't want to put in the work mm-hmm. because we don't see these things happening <laughs> we don't want to put in the work because it's just hard work yeah. sometimes sometimes it has nothing to do with mm-hmm. spur it's just it's hard work and i'm just yeah. not there for it yeah. you know and um i read a quote one time that said partial obedience is disobedience mm, true so it's like when I choose to obey halfway mm. or obey certain things, but not everything. Mm. So it's like, God, I'm, I'm going to go forth with it, but I'm only going to do it in this way. Like, mm. I, I know you want me to do this, that, and the third, but I'm going to just do this. When you choose to settle, mm-hmm. it's disobedience. Yeah. And I find it crazy, you know, even thinking about a house, right? When it's, you know, you choose to settle, right? God promises you a home and you know in your heart, you know, that's the goal, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a promise. But you choose to settle and you're mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm just going to just going to do the apartment thing. I'm yeah. over it. I can't look at another house. I'm not going to we were so close to this one didn't work out, so we I choose to settle. I wonder if that's an act of disobedience. Mm-hmm. In knowing that that's not the final destination. That's not mm-hmm. where God wanted you. Mm-hmm. You're choosing because it's taking a little bit longer. You're you thought, choosing yeah. to settle, mm-hmm. right? And not, you know, allow God the room and the time to fulfill mm-hmm. his promise. Yeah. And I think sometimes we can be guilty of that mm-hmm. where it's taking a little too long. So we choose to settle and state that we're content. Yep. When in reality, you're not. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're a mess. And this is a result of you, you know, finding it hard to s- admit that you're settling. Mm-hmm. So we kind of wrap it up in this idea of I'm content with whatever I have, you know, whatever God gives me, I'm okay. When in reality, God had so much more for you. Yes. But because it took a little long, because it wasn't in the time frame that we wanted it to be, we settled. And I have encountered people um, that have settled and openly acknowledged I'm settling because I no longer want to wait or I don't want to this or no longer want to that. And, and this goes in from a house to like a, a marriage, relationship. Yeah, relationship, absolutely. Yes. A church. Yes. You know, it yeah. goes into a whole lot of things. And I've seen the consequences of that, you know, of jumping the gun, of settling, of just being like, I'm just going to, it comes down to this obedience. I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. Because waiting on God is taking too long and I got places to be and people to see. <laughs> it's like, yeah. all right, you want to do that. There's consequences that go with that. And, you know, it's difficult. You know, it's a horrible situation. And, you know, nine out of ten times they realize it and they're like, yeah. man, I made a mistake. I settled or I jumped the gun. But it's already too late. 
not too late for God because God can restore and do all that other stuff, but it's already too late. You messed up the thing that God wanted for you. So now is it possible to get that back? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. You know, nothing's impossible for the Lord. Is it going to now cost you a little bit much more? more? Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. going to cost you more, you know? So it's, it's a difficult thing, you know, when it comes to, you know, um, finding contentment and you know balancing am i settling am i not settling you know that's why it's important to be sensitive to the voice of god you know god you know the holy spirit will you know move you and you know shake you up and not allow you to settle emotionally you know and be at peace when you're about to do something you're not supposed to do but if you choose to ignore that voice then that's where the problem is yeah. And again, this doesn't mean we're not going to face horrible circumstances and horrible things. We will. Um, and, you know, being content, like we said earlier, is definitely, you know what, acknowledging the situation, acknowledging the pain, but understanding, right, acknowledging everything that's happening, but understanding the story doesn't end here. Yes. Right. It's bad today, but I'm not going to kind of stay here. I'm not going to settle in this emotion, in this feeling or, you know, in this moment of uh, where my faith is lacking. You know, I'm going to like Paul says, pretty much I've learned to be content, whatever the circumstance mm -hmm. he needed to find joy. We need to find joy. Yes. You know, we need to find the positive and it's a deliberate choice that you make. It's, you know, um, being intentional about how you think about the situation, what you're going to do to find the joy. We may not like our job where mm -hmm. we're at at the moment does that mean you know uh, i hate my job and but it is what it is it pays the bills i'm just gonna That's stay it, here and mm -hmm. i'm just going to every day complain about my job but i'm content because it's <laughs> you know like you're not you yeah. know so it's much more than just something that you say mm. it's something that your life reflects and i think that god also will keep you accountable and will demand kind of you know your obedience yes you know and when god does that like you said sometimes it will require a lot more than what mm. we had to do originally yeah you know so just be very mindful make sure that you definitely find joy in any time process season you find yourself in uh but also you know lean on god and his understanding to know lord there's more to this process there's other levels to this so help me get to those other levels and not stay stuck here or deviate from the plan completely so we want to thank you all for listening uh to this new episode as always you can reach out to us yes you can follow us on all our social medias on facebook and instagram god life culture podcast um, be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can be up to date whenever we drop an episode and be sure to uh, be first to listen to it uh, wherever you stream your podcast we want to remind you about the event happening on april 3rd right the conversation on mental health and the role of the church it's april 3rd at 7 30 p.m at the new jerusalem church if you go to our instagram and facebook and all of that we will have the flyer available for you and um, definitely come out and be a part of that event yeah so thank you once again for listening to god life culture podcast that's god, god life culture. culture until next time see ya bye, bye.